Somewhere between the worlds of technology and digital design resides the Cash All Podcast. Here to share thoughts, news, and ideas about coding, graphic design, digital tools, and more is your host, Brandon Peterson. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It has been busy here trying to do a weekly podcast. Sometimes ideas are hard to find, and other times you feel bombarded by ideas and you're trying to decide which one to use and in what order. Recently, as those of you who have been listening know, uh, I'd been finishing my March Madness of movie logos. That took some time, several episodes. We also had the Care Bear personal brand episode I was pretty excited about. Then I wanted to do a podcast about artificial intelligence and chat GPT. I had it recorded, ready to set, and then bam, that weekend, the Barbie movie trailer released, the photo filters came in that went viral and made maybe the most impactful emerging technology of artificial intelligence to have to slide down the bench until the next week to make room for Barbie. All that, and there had been a number of movies I was excited to see, and I did end up going to watch that were technology and design related. And now I finally have time to talk about those. Statistically speaking, my movie review episodes don't perform as well, but it's been a rare late winter, early spring with a number of popular movie releases, so I thought maybe I would try this movie episode again, but with a slightly different format. How about recent movies to watch if you enjoy the content of this podcast? Recently, we had three brands jump into the big screen. Well, the first one dropped into the small screen, then the next two jumped into the big screen. You'll see what I mean. I'd been excited to watch these for a while, and when they came out, I was able to check them out, enjoyed all three of them, and now I'm ready to quickly discuss them on Cash All Podcast. So March 31st, we had the release of Tetris, Starring Taryn Egerton on Apple TV Plus. Hence the dropping into the small screen. This one is available on streaming. Uh, Then the next week we had April 5th. uh, With the release of Super Mario Brothers movie. Featuring an impressive all-star cast of voice actors. And also on that same day. Although I waited to watch that one until the 6th. Was Air. Starring Ben Affleck. Matt Damon. Jason Bateman. And more. I think all three of these movies are worth a watch. And here is my non-spoiler rundown of why you might possibly want to see them. So let's start with the first one. Let's start with Tetris. The game is fun. It was a video game that many kids got with their Nintendo Game Boy in the early 90s. And still popular to this day. Might be considered by many to be the greatest video game ever made. The movie explains how the rights came to Nintendo to release Tetris for the Game Boy and on consoles, and it's quite an unusual story. The movie follows the adventures of Hank Rogers, who sees Tetris being demonstrated at a gaming convention in Las Vegas. Um, He's much more impressed by Tetris, and everyone else is much more impressed by Tetris than they are by the game that he brought to the show. He decides he wants to make a deal for Tetris International Rights because it was created in Russia. He risks his life savings 
and actual life itself to purchase these rights for Nintendo as he navigates around other competitors and even the Russia KGB when making the gutsy move to illegally travel to Russia on a tourist visa to make a deal with the Russia government for rights on the game. Now, during the making of the movie, they obviously have to dramatize the story a little bit. Uh, they add some chase scenes and other drama that didn't necessarily happen in real life. But the overall story is close uh, to give service to the actual historical events. I thought the acting was done pretty well. I thought the portrayal of a communist Russia uh, where there's no advertising, there's no billboards, there's nothing trying to be sold to the people on all the buildings, just kind of plain and, and drab buildings. Um, I thought that was done really effectively. And in the world of cinema, where most hero props or where many hero props seem to be like telegrams or newspapers that are used to kind of take you back to that time period, we actually see the fax machine deliver a message. Fax hero props, not something you see every day in modern movies or in any kind of movie, which is kind of cool. Maybe we'll see more of those down the road. Uh, there were a few artistic choices to stylize the video in the movie that that like made the footage look pixely. And I thought it wasn't really necessary. And sometimes it made the distract or the visuals kind of distracting. Uh, but overall, it was pretty good. I rate the movies that I watch on a five star rating system. And I don't allow myself to use a point five. So it's either like a one through a five. One if it's horrible, five if it's amazing, and three if it's okay. And I rate Tetris as a three-star movie. Uh, it's amazing to me to think about the risks and danger that happened for me to play a game I enjoyed that I got on as a Christmas present. I mean, if you have Apple TV+, Plus, you can watch the movie for free. And you should if you enjoy retro gaming history, if you enjoy quirky business battle stories, and things like that, it might be for you. Uh, if you're more interested in the actual accurate tale, then what you can do is you can watch a documentary that I recommend. It is called Tetris from Russia with Love. A little James Bond tie-in. Uh, I think you can actually watch that for free on YouTube as we speak. So check that one out if you don't want to watch the, the actual dramatized movie. Uh, the second movie that I wanted to put into, jumping into the big screen, uh, the new Super Mario Brothers movie. Really not a whole lot to say about it. The CGI looked good. The story is very, very basic. Uh, but it was a nice nod to one of the most popular video game characters of all time. There are plenty of nods to the old video games. Uh, there's some nods to the cartoon series from back when I was a kid. And uh, like where they had those cartoons open up with live action Mario and Luigi uh, doing the Mario Brothers rap. We see that incorporated at the beginning of this movie, which is pretty cool. I'm guessing a lot of the parents who took their kids uh, to see that movie, a lot of those parents may even be a little too young for that reference at this point. But who knows? Maybe more got it than what I thought. Uh, for those that get tired of Princess always having to be saved by the knight in shining armor kind of story, 
In this one, Princess is going to raise an army to save her Mushroom Kingdom from Bowser. She runs into Mario, and he helps her with her quest. And in return, she says she's going to help him save his captured brother, Luigi. Still, no respect for Luigi. A crying shame. The movie's fun. Like I said, had great tie-ins with most characters from the from the Mario license. Uh, they did a great job with the soundtrack and utilizing Nintendo's Mario intellectual properties throughout. And I will say it was much better than the live-action Super Mario Brothers movie that we got when I was a kid, for sure. Definitely a great movie to take your kids to. I gave Mario two stars out of five. This store made some of my friends a little disappointed. And again, it doesn't mean I hated the movie. There's there's a ton of two-star movies I would watch multiple times. Uh, I personally enjoyed it. My daughter loved it. The plot, I felt, could have been better, could have added a little more to it. And a lot of the jokes didn't quite land for me. I did love the Easter eggs throughout the movie, and it does make me want to watch it again when it releases to streaming to see what all I can spot and what ones that I missed seeing it at the theater. Last, but most certainly not least, last movie, jumping into the big screen, Air. The story... Of the Nike Air Jordans. Great job in this movie. Again taking me back to that period of time. In 1984. We too often forget about it. During that time. The popularity of Adidas and Converse. In the basketball realm. And like when we think of Nike today. We think of them you know iconic with with basketball. Uh, In those days. Nike was only relevant to runners. So we see the movie Navigate. Uh, through the story around these 10 rules of Nike that were created in a memo in the early stages of the development of, of the Nike Corporation. And they're, and they're hung up in the office, and it refers to that document um, throughout the movie. So like number one, Nike said our business is about change. Number two, it says they're on offense all the time. Rule number three is that perfect results count, not a perfect process. And part two of number three is break the rules, fight the law. Number four is that this is as much about battle as that it is about business. Number five said to assume nothing and to make sure that people keep their promises and to push yourselves to push others and to stretch the possible. Number six was to live off the land. Number seven was that your job isn't done until the job is done. And number eight, they give you a list of dangers such as bureaucracy, personal ambition, energy takers versus energy givers, knowing your weakness and don't get too many things on the platter. And then step number nine is that it won't be pretty. And number 10 is if we do the right things will make money darn near automatic. Uh, so like we, again, see reference to those rules throughout the movie and also how each rule kind of worked in favor for Nike and their unlikely signing of Michael Jordan to wear those shoes uh, as a spokes, as a, to be a part of their brand. This movie I thought was incredible. 
Uh, seeing a brand as iconic as Nike and as powerful as Nike in such a vulnerable state at that time and how it pulled off their underdog story uh, by doing the things from that list, by doing the same things that they did when they first created the company was pretty awesome. How many times today do we see companies lose their luster because they kind of lost their way over time? We also have some fun ties into the University of Oregon. Uh, I believe the track at the end of the movie was supposed to be the track at University of Oregon. Uh, we also see a poster of Steve Prefontaine, the, the famous runner. Uh, Viola Davis performs great as Dolores Jordan. Uh, but really every cast member in the movie has points where they shine. I enjoyed seeing Sonny, Rob, Phil, Peter, and Howard working together, uh, working hard, burning the midnight oil, trying to put together this product that they want to sell to the Mike or to the Jordan family. Uh, seeing the team burn the midnight oil, exhausting all their efforts and using all their creativity in a high risk, high reward scenario is kind of cool. My favorite part of the movie is where Sonny's delivering a matter of fact speech to Michael Jordan. And throughout that speech, it's showing cuts from Michael Jordan's future career in life. It was pretty inspirational. To me, this moment was so powerful that the movie probably should have ended right there. But there's a little bit after that that the movie shows and explains. And I feel that doing that and not ending at that powerful speech kind of took away from the overall greatness of the movie. I give it a 4 out of 5, though. And uh, Air is the best movie that I've seen at this point in 2023. If you like brands, and if you like marketing, and if you like design, and if you like business, or shoot, even if you just like Nike shoes, make sure that you find some time to watch this movie. If not at the theater, definitely watch it when it gets uh, released on, on streaming and Blu-ray and that kind of stuff. So now... That is the three movies. I'd like to know what you think of these movies. Have you gone to them already? Did this podcast maybe get you interested in possibly seeing them? Uh, if you did see those movies, what would you rate them out of a five-star rating? And remember, no point five ratings. Make a solid commitment to a whole number. Uh, find me on Twitter, Instagram, or wherever, at Code Peterson. Let me know what you think. And if you have any movies that you think I would be interested in watching, I'd love to hear those. And I'm always looking for a good flick to watch. Thanks for listening. Like and subscribe if you want notified the moment of new episode releases. You can interact with me online on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok using my handle, CodePeterson, or by visiting CodePeterson.com.